This is the Well, Well, Well podcast with Cassandra and Britt, episode 86, Cassandra's Coaching Practice. Today, we are going to explain to you what exactly is spiritual coaching and how does it relate to the aesthetic in your home and in what way can Cassandra help you? That is what we will cover today. We're so glad you're here. You don't want to miss this. Well, 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 welcome to season two of the podcast. We can't think of anything better than conversations with our friends about all the wellness. Let's chat about what the gurus are saying and enjoy a bev while we're at it. We aren't experts, but we are your friends and we are here with you. We are so glad you joined us. Da, 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 da. Today we are talking about Cassandra and her coaching and her brilliance and I just am really excited for you guys to understand on a little bit more of a specific level what it is that she is focusing on because you might have kind of seen like it generally and been like, huh, okay, I want to understand more about that. So guess what? You're going to understand more about that Here today. Here we are. After today. Boy. So uh, for starters, you need to know, which you might already know this, Cassandra has is currently attending the Life Coach School which is Brooke Castillo's school, and she is in the certification program, which is very detailed, thorough, not easy. We really didn't realize what we were signing up for. It's way more intense than we (laughs) realized. If you want to become a life coach in a day, I'm pretty sure you can just like Google it and pay not very much money. Listen, I've considered doing that since <laughs> starting this. Maybe I'll just print up a certificate. Somebody will slap a certificate on you if you really want. So just so you know, people who go through the life coach school, it's no joke. It's not an easy certification process, so to speak. I mean, maybe that's just my thoughts about it, but yeah, maybe you and I are just dumb dumbs. <laughs> well, the, what I'm going to say to you is that you know that we've been through some extensive yeah. training to get to this the point of being certified and even to the point where you're practice coaching, you've had to do a lot of learning, a lot, a lot, a lot. And so, yeah, the curriculum is tricky and it's hard and it, there's a lot of practice that goes with it. And so that's why we're always saying like, we'll do free 20 minute coaching calls, you know, because we actually need a lot of that to stack hours for that experience that we need to be able to qualify to certify. And so I still am offering free 20 minute coaching calls. Yes. Um, so that I can get my certification and all you have to do is agree to be recorded. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And it's only myself and my mentor that sees it. And I critique myself and not you and (laughs) gosh, you know, but this is the thing. What I, Even though, yes, it is a bit rigorous and there is a lot expected, I do think the payout where you are getting a coach who is going to be very seasoned, who is going to have had lots of time and experience, who is going to have really polished the tools that they teach. And so it's it's a practice what you preach situation. And um, it's really awesome. So... One of the awesome things, one of the things that I have loved about watching Cassandra through this process has been her ability to hone in and just know 
what she feels the most passionate about. I heard an analogy recently that when you're a coach, um, one of the things you should do is imagine yourself in a room filled with the people who you would want to coach, Mm -hmm. like your ideal client. And is that a room you want to be in? Yeah. Is that a room that's comfortable for you? Or is that a room where you're like, oh, gosh, these people got issues. (laughs) (laughs) And if you have a lot of thoughts about that, then that's maybe not your best group. And when I think about Cassandra in a room with these people who we're going to describe to you in a minute who are her ideal client. Oh my gosh, I want to be in that room too. Like it's a and it's You're perfect. In the room. You're it's, in the room. It's perfect for Cassandra. It's perfect for Cassandra. She has such a specific skill set geared towards, you know, this particular group. So that she already just kind of came with before the program, but then she's obviously honing in on those tools and skills and making them very much in alignment with what can be helpful in a coaching session. So yeah, I think uh, with the things that I naturally felt drawn towards, I think the marriage between that and the thought work has really helped me to do something with it, you know? Yeah. Like, we come with, like, these natural gifts and stuff, and and to have the thought work behind it, you really can kind of, like, make a little bit more sense of it. Yeah. And so it's been so helpful for me to be at the life school, uh, the life coach school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we tell the people what it is that you do specifically, what are we drinking today? Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> what do we got? Okay. So Britt did, Britt did the brew doctor last week. She did the one that was called love. And this week I'm doing the one that's called clear mind. So it's the brew doctor, organic kombucha, clear mind. And this one has rosemary, mint, sage, and green tea, which are like four of my favorite things in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, delicious. Yeah, just like a herby green tea. Thank you. Yes. yes. I'll take it. There's just something about a good one. There are some that I have to dilute with some uh, soda water. Me too. Me too. Some this are a is little not strong. This nope. isn't one of them. This nope. one's really good. Like we said before, this is the baby step. This right? is, yeah. Into your kombucha. Into your kombucha lifestyle. Yes. Yes. Okay, great. So we've got that underway. So Cassandra, tell us, like, who are you wanting to help? Okay, so the people that I'm wanting to help are women specifically who feel that they are dissatisfied with their spiritual life and the energy in their home as it is right now. And they know and they can sense that they can create something bigger in their home. And so they want to create a spiritual home and practices that go in that home that feel enriching and empowering and super connected to God and We'll do that by creating a spiritual energy there. Mm, I love that so much. I think that that's something that in my mind, I've always kind of felt a responsibility or like a call to do, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, like I think I'm supposed, like I want to, and also I feel a responsibility to have my home be a place where my children and my family and anybody who comes and visits has an opportunity to be like spiritually uplifted in some way. Yeah. Right? Like it's my job to create this environment where 
they are able to connect in some way. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that is that that's going to be unique and different for every person. Yes. Because the way that people spiritually connect is unique to them and God. Yeah. And so we're really going to go in there and tap into your spiritual language with God, which we've talked about a lot on here. Um, and help you to get a really clear understanding of what that's like, how that evolves, how it changes, how it grows, mm-hmm. so that you even know what what does a spiritual environment even mean? Like for some people, what does it mean that there's a spirit in your home? There is. There's a spirit in your home, and you have every ability to create the spirit that you want there. And so yeah. I can help you with that. Yeah, and I think what's cool about what you're doing, Cassandra, is you're saying that like what would be the spiritual environment for you might be a little bit different for your spouse, be a little bit different for your children, right? Uh So do you look at that? Yes. Yeah. So we can break it down. First, what we want to do is we want to figure out what your spiritual language is. What are some of the things that you like about your house or not even your home, but your house physically, but the um, the spirit that's there, the energy that's there, how it functions. And once we kind of get a good base around that, then we can break off into the other people in your family and helping them to understand what makes them feel spiritually connected and um, bring that all in together Mm. as one. I like that. That kind of reminded me of like when you're on an airplane and how the the flight attendant will say like, you got to put your mask on first before you can... Mm -hmm. Right? And that makes sense. That's kind of what you're saying. Like, we're going to get you a firm foundation first. Yes. Then you can help do that for everybody else. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, uh, your kids or your teenagers or your spouse, like, they might not be totally on board with it. And that is absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. Because no matter what, like, whether it's a shelf in your home, a corner, a whole room, we can create little pockets of spiritual connectedness throughout your house, even if it's just for you. When somebody's working with you, are they, are you actually talking to them and helping them like with the design in their home? Or is it more just about their emotional and spiritual connection and stuff like that? Like what's the difference there? Or do you do both or tell me? Okay. So the difference is, is that first, and this is where the life coaching comes in, Mm -hmm. is that first we got to really dig into your mind. Okay. And I'm not talking like trauma and all of that kind of stuff. Not a psychologist. I'm saying we're going to dig into your mind. We do some work on like your family roots, your origin story. There are so many different things that can play into why something feels like a spiritual connection to you. Mm -hmm. And so it's always that thing, right? Where it's the mind work, it's the tough stuff before the fun stuff. And I'm saying it might not be for everybody, but for me it is. The fun stuff is like how it looks, what the objects are, all of that kind of thing. But you really do need a solid base of understanding how you feel connected to God. Okay. So you're going to work with people, helping them understand specifically, regardless of maybe like what they were raised with or what was taught to them or right. Like, do you explore a lot of that? Like understanding? Yeah. I'll give you a little bit of, of, uh, a little bit of history on how this started. So I really want to help women to tap back into their intuition and their inner knowing. So about seven ish years ago, I realized that my values and the things that really made me feel connected to God weren't completely aligned with the church that I was going to. So I go to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Mormons. 
that's what I was raised with. I love it so much. I have a lot of respect for it, but I also have a lot of issues with it. And I realized about seven years ago that I it was becoming a bigger and bigger challenge for me because the tools they were giving me to create a spirit in my home didn't create a spirit in my home. And they didn't feel like they aligned with how I wanted to raise my children and what I wanted to teach them. And so what I started to do was I just kind of started to go on my own journey, my own spiritual journey of creating a spiritual system for myself and my family that holds the hand of our church or whatever church somebody belongs to or religion and couples it with the things that make me feel connected to God. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just like, looked and looked for all sorts of different practices and rituals and ways of thinking and being that felt like the most authentic version of what spirituality feels like to me. Mm, yeah. And is your is your goal to marry the two or not necessarily? Um, my goal, no, not necessarily. My goal was to just like, figure out what was God trying to tell me because it definitely wasn't some of the things that I was hearing, Mm. you know? Yeah. And so I was like, God, I know, I know you and I know this is not what you're telling me. So what are you telling me? The reason that I also like this is because if you are somebody who lives with other people and you have um, other family in your home, what works for me might not work for my kids, right? And so I wanted to help my children gain a better understanding of how God speaks to them. So I speak to them a lot about like what God's spiritual language is for them. Mm-hmm. And some of them have similarities in that and some of them don't. Yeah. And some of them are similar to me and Dylan's and some of them aren't. And me and Dylan's are different. So it's really just a testament to me that we are individuals. Yeah. And that God knows that we are individuals and that he will speak to us differently because that's the way that would work is that it might not all look exactly the same. And so I will help people to understand what that language is. And then they can kind of incorporate that into their actual physical space, or they can just keep it in their, in their minds. Right. Yeah. So you, they can keep it in their mind space or they can actually want to design a space that explores those spiritual needs that they have. So will you do that as part of your practice? Do you envision that like once you've helped them with the mind stuff and the spiritual stuff, then will you actually help them with the design stuff? Yes, I will help them virtually. Awesome. With the design things, because I'm assuming most people don't live locally. Yes, so I will. So you'll actually like virtually go into their space, help them figure out how they might want to like furnish it and make the room look so what we'll do is, like I said before, it could be like just a shelf in your house, you right, know? Right, right. Or it could be a whole room, but we'll explore the different things that help you to feel connected to God and what your practices and rituals will become, Yeah. right? So like, are you somebody who prays twice a day? Are you somebody that prays five times a day? Do you like to sit on a rug? Do you like to sit on a meditation pillow? Do you prefer a chair? Like I did a little survey on my um, Instagram the other day and some people were saying like lying down is their favorite way to pray and so there's all sorts of like those different components that will go into it yeah 
some people, they really are into their family heritage and their family roots, and they want to be able to incorporate that kind of stuff into their space. Yes. Um, some people, they have a religion, and they want some of those things incorporated into their space. Maybe they want scripture. Maybe they want pieces of artwork or mm-hmm. something like that. And so these are things that you can create and sprinkle throughout your house. Yep. Or if you are like me who wants literally a dedicated space to where I pray and I meditate every day and it's just like my little spiritual zone we can do that too I love that it's it's so great because I see your point like where you have always had the eye and your home has always been a place that I think people have been like, whoa, you, how did you come up with this? Like, it's just always been a very beautiful, aesthetically pleasing place. Coupling that with something that matches and meets like the spiritual energy Mm -hmm. and like those goals, I think is such a beautiful combination and being willing to offer both. And, you know, you're basically kind of getting like an interior decorator mixed in with a spiritual coach that can help you make sure those align those two things align yeah and and you know i think in the days of pinterest we can all go on pinterest and we all have these boards and we're like oh my gosh this is my dream space right and there can be some formulaic ways of doing that but a lot of times if you still feel like something's missing from your home it's probably a spiritual component mm. so if you already have the rug and the plant and the and the artwork and the furniture that like you have your pinterest home and you're like ah there might be this spiritual component that's missing and i will tell you though that the one thing that will elevate a design out of like i think there's six principles of design if i remember from school right the thing that will elevate that is the spiritual element so i kind mm. of feel like it's this it's the missing element of design oh, yeah. that isn't there it's like the sixth sense but yes. the seventh sense yeah, yeah, in yeah, the situation yeah, yeah. right yes that's yeah. how i feel about it oh, i love that well that's so awesome so one of the other things that i recognized was like when the pandemic hit yes and we kind of all had to like throw out our spiritual scripts, right? We had to like kind of create this new way of either worship or um, practicing our spirituality. It's really when I discovered that I have a very close and personal relationship as a Christian with Jesus Christ, but I discovered that relationship more through like our conversation and uh, the spiritual language than I did through some of the things that I was taught you know, and, and it goes hand in hand. Like I haven't really like thrown out all of my church stuff, but a lot of it I've just really tweaked. And I think it's kind of bugged people sometimes and that's okay. You can totally not feel like it's, it's, it works for you. You know, we've talked about this before. Like some of it bothers people and that's okay with me. I really, truly am okay with it, but I, it feels so much more authentic to me to kind of throw out some of those scripts and like rebuild. Yeah. And I think it takes a lot of like bravery and yeah, really just like introspectiveness. So having somebody kind of hold your hand through the process and guide you through the process and coach you through the process is going to be 
really helpful, really helpful. And it's going to be way more intimate than just going to like discussion boards on Google yeah, and trying to be guided through some of that, right? Yeah. We're going to get into like what excites you, what makes you feel loved, what makes you feel unseen. Like yeah. a lot of those, a lot of those um, specifics. Mm, I love it. Okay. So how can people contact you, get a hold of you, coach with you? Okay, so you can go to my Instagram, which is just at Cassandra Hall, which is C-A-S-S-A-U-N-D-R-A-H-U-L-L. And you can just click on the link and schedule an appointment with me. If you have tried, I know a couple of people have tried in the last couple of weeks and it had like this weird thing happening, but I think I got it all cleared up. (laughs) So just go there. It should bring up my calendar and my availability and you can just select a call with me. Awesome. Well... This is going to be just really good for this world we live in. This work. It's important work. I hope work. so. I think it's, it's really important, important work. work. So thank you all for listening. Go hit up Cassandra. Go th- Listen, these free coaching calls, they ain't going to last. <laughs> this is going to change. This girl's going to get certified and the prices are going to go up. So right this now, now is the time to go coach with her and get a little taste of how this can bless and benefit your benefit your life. Yeah. If something feels a little spiritually off in your home or in your mind, then come to me and let's see what we can do. Let's see how we can clarify some things. There it is. Okay. Well, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Be well. Be well.